0: This episode you're about to hear is a special one. Uh, It was recorded before the pandemic, live in a studio when we could still be next to other people. It was great, and I think you'll really, really love it. It's dark and very funny with our friend Noah Segan, who is very hilarious. And I will say, this is Sean's favorite episode of all time. So. It, is, it is. And we liked it so much, we wanted to save it for right now, which is the Maximum Fun Drive. Uh, yes. This was supposed to happen in March when we recorded this episode, and then it got pushed to now. So now you get to hear it, but you also get to hear us talk a little bit about the Maximum Fun Drive. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yes. So that's... The Maximum fund Drive is going on right now. You can go to maximumfund.org to join right now to sign up to support us. The only way we've been able to keep making the show every week in this pandemic is from help from listeners like you. Our Maximum fund supporters have been a lifeline during all of this. It's been absolutely amazing. And if you want to sign up to support us, now is the best time because you get gifts. You get to participate in all the fun events that we're doing. Our own personal
0: reading glasses goals that include well, me having to read the what? Yeah. Well, yeah, we're going to do one of those tonight. Last year, everyone was really excited that Mallory might have to read the Bible. That was something very funny. And we set that. That's our highest goal. Our highest goal is is 550 listeners. But today, if by the end of today, July 23rd, we reach 400 new or upgrading listeners, Mallory will read one book of the Bible. Just one. That's a chapter, right? Well, we call them books, <laughs> but yes, but it's not like a whole book. Also, no, no, no. Bria, it's a, chapter. a question I've just
1: thought—we've been planning this since February—and I've just thought to ask you this right now because I'm uh, is extra—it's extra, extra nerve wracking because we're in a pandemic. I don't
0: own a Bible. So, can I buy the Bible on ebook? Do you can definitely buy a Bible on ebook. Bible? You can definitely get it from the library. It's definitely <laughs> online somewhere for free.
1: So, not only am I going to have to read the Bible, but I'm going to have to read an ebook. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh A whole it's new true. world for me folks whole new world um if y'all have an opinion about what book she should read send it to us I'm curious too so this today is Thursday by the end of today today we have to reach that amount uh and if we do that then tomorrow at 3 p.m Mallory is going to tell us what the book that we pick is about my choice I think is going to be Leviticus but that's just me Uh, y'all can give me your input and then I think we should all decide together Um, so anyway thank you for joining this episode is very fun it's super funny I think it's one of our best episodes ever and thank you for listening to it
1: You're listening to Reading Glasses, a show about book culture and
0: literary life designed to help you read better. I'm author, filmmaker, and book devourer Mallory O'Meara. And I'm Bria Grant, actress, filmmaker, and e reader. This episode, we're talking about dad books with actor, writer, and director Noah Segan. But first, what are you reading, Bria? I am reading, I just started reading a book, a kind of a bigger book, I, I don't know, a book that I've been trying to read for a long time. It's called Walk Away by Cory Doctorow. I know oh. it's crazy, I've never read this book. So I just started reading it. Um, it's been on my list for a long time. I actually got it from the library at one point, but it had to be returned and I just never got to actually get to it. But now I'm getting to it. Um, it's in a near future, um, and it's the story about walking away from non-work. Essentially, it's the idea that... Um, so, in this world, there is, like, an abundance. Um, you, there is—it's um, a post-scarcity world. So, I don't think people—I'm not very far into it. It opens with a party where these people are at this, like, socialist party, and then they get, like, attacked by drones, and then um, you find out— This is the future out- that—this that, is what the— fu- what- The socialist party where you get attacked by drones, obviously. This is what <laughs> Republicans think is going to happen to all of us. Um, and, the- and basically, there's um, this man named Hubert, etc., because he has so many— so many names. He has a lot of names. That's adorable. His friend Seth and then this woman Natalie who's like super uber rich and they all connect at this party. Um, and they um, – basically the whole first part is just them talking about various, like, political structures and government structures and the difference between, like, capitalism and socialism. And it's just this really fascinating dive into, like, political theory. Huh. That's what it is so far. I think the book does turn into more of a sci- sci-fi thing. Oh, oh, and 3D printing is really big at this time because um, that is how there is a post-scarcity model because basically you can 3D print anything you want. Um, but sometimes people do it illegally. Um, and there's. But if you need food, you print it. You know, so it's just like this weird world they're living in, where people have not quite figured out if they should be working, if they should not work at all, if they should, what kind of government structure they should have. That's what I think it's about. Forgive me if you've read this book and you're like, that's not what this book is about at all. But um, that's kind of where I am. At the I've only probably read the first like less than ten percent of this book, uh, but cool. I'm really enjoying it. It's it is one of those um, like sort of dystopian utopian sci-fi novels that people tell me to read and it's if you love politics this seems to be like the book to read wow.
1: um yeah what are you reading uh, actually a weirdly similar book uh, i'm reading this new release uh came out this year called uncanny valley by anna weiner uh-huh. it uh it's a memoir uh, and it's very fascinating because it's about it's a memoir of this woman who was working in the publishing industry and then started working in the tech industry uh like during the silicon valley tech boom yeah i've heard of it so she's
0: she's up in silicon
1: valley right yeah yeah she will it's interesting because she starts in publishing um so if you ever if you are not in publishing or not an author and are kind of interested in that world it's a really fascinating just the beginning of it um because it's like the behind the scenes of like how like there's there's so much fucked up stuff in publishing and how much unpaid internships and how part of the reason why so many white privileged people get into publishing is because so many people start in publishing by doing an unpaid internship for right, years, right? Right, right, right. And the only people who can afford that are people whose parents are paying for things, right? Um, so in the beginning of the book, you know, she's living in this shitty apartment with a ton of other people, trying to afford. You know, she has a assistant job at a literary agency, and she's like not happy. And all the tech stuff is happening, and like, you know, like just so many apps are being made into so many startups and all these things. And it's very well written. It's very engaging. It's very interesting. Um, it's a perfect little picture of like that kind of the, being a young person in your twenties at that moment in time. Um, and also kind of underscores a lot of things that are wrong right now and how they started. Mm-hmm. Um, and just juxtaposing those two industries, like publishing in the tech world and like how they have a lot of the same problems. And it's very, it's really, really interesting. It's a really cool memoir. I'm doing listening to the audiobook from Libby. Oh, nice. Uh, so that's Uncanny Valley by Anna Wiener. And mine is Walk Away by Cory Doctorow. So we want to take a moment to share some listener feedback. Heidi wrote in, my fiance got me an awesome Christmas gift this year, and I wanted to share it with you both. I think you'll appreciate it. One of our good friends is a very talented artist, and my fiance asked her to create a bookshelf drawing of all the books I read in 2019. Our two cats also make an appearance. Needless to say, I burst into tears when I saw it. It was so thoughtful. The books I read are so meaningful to me, and it was very emotional having them represented in one picture. I'm showing Bria the picture. Oh, it's so cute. I love it. And I'm very happy to see that Lady from the Black Lagoon was in there. Heidi, you rock. Nice. Uh, but it is, yeah, it's super adorable. Uh, Heidi, if you hear this, uh, let us know if it's okay for us to put this on our Instagram because it is very, very cute. There's some great books on there. Normal People I See by Sally Rooney. Uh, the Power by Naomi Alderman. Becoming by Michelle Obama. Lady from the Black Lagoon. Uh, Tell
0: the Machine Good Night. Nice. This person likes our suggestions
1: yeah th- yeah this is super f- sourdough undead girl gang yeah This is some really- convenience store woman wow we want to post this please let us post this yes it's Oh, so magic for liars yeah this thing is super super fucking cool uh you can email us at reading at gmail.com if you want a list of all the books we talk about on the show delivered to your inbox every month you can sign up for our newsletter there's a link in the show notes before we talk about dad books with noah segan we're going to take a quick break Hey, reading glasses listeners. Have you ever wanted to buy us a drink? Maybe get Bria a snack to show your support of the show? Or chocolate bar.
0: Whatever, whatever.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Now you can. And it's something that helps us even more than cocktails or snacks. I know it sounds impossible, but it's true.
0: Yeah, right now is the time. You've already heard us talk about it. We're going to talk about it again. It's the Maximum Fun Drive happening right now. 2020. Who knew? 2020. Even more things could happen. It's only July, (laughs) y'all. Here we
1: are. (laughs) So it only lasts for a month, and it's only once a year. We have worked so hard to keep bringing you reading glasses every single week during this chaotic time. If we've helped you get through these last few months now is the best time for you to help us out. It's the best time to get a Maximum Fund membership or upgrade the one you already have. What's a Maximum Fund membership? It's a monthly contribution that directly supports us. And you can go to MaximumFund.org to join right now. It is wicked easy and quick to do. Yeah,
0: it's like, it's like Patreon. It's like any of these other things where you subscribe every month. The difference is this money goes to running Maximum Fund. There are full-time employees at Maximum Fund that help Mallory and I out constantly with web issues, with fi- helping us find guests on occasion with making sure we get our money, making sure that we get ads. They're amazing. We love Maximum Fun. And then, so part of the money goes to that and part of it goes to Mallory and I. So when you go in, you say, I listen to Reading Glasses and we get a significant portion of the money that you give every month. There
1: were a lot of times this year and last year where the support from our Maximum Fun listeners was the reason I was able to keep paying my bills.
0: It also lets us help pay Sean every month. Yeah, Sean has to, especially right now during quarantine because Mallory and I are doing this long distance, Sean has to take these, two different recordings put them together and make them sound good because we're doing them in two different rooms with two different microphones and we're recording them separately so he has to go through and make sure everything sounds great and we need to be able to pay him to do that
1: yes and so the support truly means the absolute world to us and it's the reason we can put out the show every week when you support us at any price range you will also get all kinds of cool stuff oh my god
0: uh, at five dollars, you get bonus content and you get bonus content not just from us but from every show on maximum fun. and they're always really funny and really silly. Um, this year we did one where we do book confessions and we tell you all of our deepest, darkest secrets about books it's that a we don't normally talk about on the show. It's quite embarrassing, uh, but we thought it would be worth it and we thought it would be enticing for all of you who want to know the things that we want to shit talk. <laughs> <laughs>
1: And, and you get the awesome one from this year, but you also get access if you're a new Maximum Fund member, you get access to the bonus content from last year and the year before. It's true. So you get tons of never before heard secret reading glasses stuff that's only for Max Fun members. It's true. But Mallory, tell them about the pen. We're so excited about the pen. Oh my gosh, we're so excited about the pin. So if you sign up to support us every month at $10, you get an exclusive enamel pin. This is the only place and only time in the world that you can get this pin. After the drive is over, you will no longer be able to purchase this pin. Um, It is adorable. We helped design it. It is a little like library checkout card and it says a library user on it. And it is, I'm pretty sure the fav- our favorite pin that has been designed so far when me and Bria saw it, we both immediately freaked out because it is so cute and we both want it really badly.
0: <laughs> and also we set our own personal goals because Mallory and I are overachievers, and we like to do stuff like this. <laughs> so we have 450. We're going to do an episode, a drunken erotica Book club live stream where we're gonna read an erotica and then we're gonna get online. We're gonna to talk to y'all about it, which we're very, very excited about. And we'll be drinking. And we will be drinking, which I don't drink much. So that will be quite an experience because you think I'm loud now? You think I'm opinionated now? Wait till <laughs> I have booze in me. There's a reason that we don't let Bria drink. Um, <laughs> and at five fifteen our final level, Mallory has to read the full Bible start to finish.
1: And we talk about it. I and have to read this whole, but I not so not only do I have to read the Bible, I have to read an entire ebook start to finish. I am uh, tentatively excited about this. It's going to be very funny. We'll be doing an episode on it, and and also how the Bible is affected, the Western canon as a whole, but also probably mostly me and Bria. Bria having to explain really weird, confusing things about the Bible to me. So
0: I'm very excited. And speaking of that, we have some events coming up this week and this weekend that y'all should tune into. Uh, one is that if by today we reach 400 new or upgrading listeners, Mallory is we, Mallory's actually going to read a book of the Bible and interpret it tomorrow to me at 3 p.m. PST on our live stream on Instagram. That is it, only if we reach this amount today. So this is a limited time. If you, if we reach this amount, then tomorrow at 3 p.m. we will be chatting about the Bible, which is very exciting. It's going to give you a little, a little sneak peek, a little taste of what it's like to read the Bible. You won't have to read that book again, Mallory, which is very exciting. <laughs> and then on Sunday. At, the 26th, we're going to do a live Q&A with us. So we're just going to get on our Instagram, noon PST. You can ask us questions. You can ask us book recommendations. You don't have to give anything. We're just going to talk about being us, doing a Q&A, personal questions. We probably won't answer them if they're too personal, but ask yeah, whatever don't Are ask yours? us anything weird, but we'll –
1: well, it's ask us almost anything. And it doesn't have to be book stuff. If you want to ask us questions about our cats, you want to ask questions about Birthday of the Dog, I'm sure you've uh, all – had a lot of burning questions about Birthday of the Dog. Uh,
0: we will answer them. Yeah. And then just one more thing. On thir- the 31st at 5 p.m., we have our Isolation Book Club, and the link is in our show notes. So you can join for that. Tons of stuff coming up. Also, thanks to the incredible Maximum Fund supporters that have already
1: either signed up uh, for a new account during the drive or signed up to upgrade their account we have unlocked the Reading Glasses Slack channel. This was one of the rewards that we were the most excited about. If you don't know what Slack is, it's sort of like a message board app sort of deal, but it's like a great social media alternative. Me and Bria will both be on there talking about books that we're excited about and snacks that Bria has really enjoyed and book problems and book events and we're we're really really excited about it. It's going to be a really fun community, but the only way that you can be a part of it is by being a maximum fun member. So now that it's unlocked, we're going to be launching it soon. We're getting it ready right now, setting up all the different channels. It's going to be super fun, but if you want to be a part of it, you got to sign up to be a Maximum Fun member. Thank you so much for, for listening. Thank you for the support. Again, the reason why we've been able to keep putting the show out is because of the awesome support of our listeners. It means the absolute world to us. And if you support us right now, you're going to get all this cool stuff. So go to MaximumFun.org join right now. That's slash join right now. There's a link in the show notes, of course. It'll be in the very top of the show notes. Thank you so much for, for helping us make reading glasses. 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 So this week, it's all about dad books. And we've got actor, writer, director, and new dad, double dad, because you are a new dad and you're going to be a n- new dad again. I don't know. Can you be a new dad twice? I can
2: I can, I can be a, a, a new dad again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. new mm-hmm. dad.
1: A fresh dad? Fresh, fresh dad. <laughs> 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 fresh dad of Bel-Air. Noah Segan in the studio with us today. Fresh dad
2: of Eagle Rock.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Noah, thank you for joining
2: us. Thank you for having me. Very happy to be here. What are you reading right now? Oh, uh, let me um, pull out my notes. Mm-hmm. Um well, the big thing that I am reading right now is, as usual, Who Done oh, oh, yeah, It.
0: Surprise! Yeah, it is on
2: brand. Yes. Yeah, yeah. We were reading Who Done It's before we were making movies about Who Done It movies. You know, um, mm-hmm. you gotta, you gotta, you gotta. Sometimes you get high on your own supply. What can mm-hmm. I say? <laughs> Um, so I am currently reading a book called uh, The Crooked Hinge Ooh. by Carr, uh which is a Gideon Fell mystery. It's sort of part of these um uh I would say common first half of the twentieth century British Oh yeah like chamber drama e huh. Who Yeah. Um and uh very like Baroque and um silly, you know, like a good, like any good whodunit. Mm -hmm. So I'm reading that. And then, and then I'm also reading another whodunit. Um, uh, I'm, I'm reading, um, uh, a book called Fatale, uh, which is by a guy named Manchette who wrote, was a, uh, uh, like a 1970s French mystery whodunit writer, um, which is sort of the exact opposite Type of of uh, of mystery writing. It's mm-hmm. like the leanest, like sort of. Uh, um, uh, it's it's it. There's there's no fat on it whatsoever. Mm-hmm. More it's Raymond like, Chandler
0: than Sir Arthur Conan Doyle. Exactly, mm-hmm. precisely. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. Do you only read mysteries before 1980?
2: Um, no. There's a couple of mysteries recently that I read that were published in the early 80s. Okay. All right.
0: <laughs>
1: All right. So first up, let's define a dad book. And we on the show do normally define dad books as nonfiction books about wars or presidents. And weirdly <laughs> enough, not a lot of dad jokes and dad books. No. But so, Noah, what does a dad book mean to you? Because you're the dad. You got to tell us.
2: I think a, well, I mean, it, how dark do we want to get got, here? Scott, you could go, we love darkness <laughs> on this
0: show. This show is very.
2: You know, I think like dad books and dad media in general is sort of. Is is often about um trying to deal with one's own mortality and, and is that what what starts it? Absolutely. You're like, shit, I'm gonna die. I better read about worlds. Because you look too. at this lovely
0: little baby and you think you're gonna die? Yes. Okay. <laughs> what, wow, and you realize, we and you, solved
2: it. And you realize that the sort of one of the hallmarks, like the real like a foundation of actual, real, true, deep love. Is this desire that you die before the person that you love?
0: Wow.
1: That is dark. This is profound as fuck. I know. <laughs> I thought we were just gonna make weird death. Sean is moved.
0: Sean is moved. <laughs> wow. Having kids is intense.
2: It's super intense.
0: And so wait, so wow. that was what you think. How does this relate to books? This all makes So I sense think I now. think that
2: that that on 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 you know, sort of if you're if you're in therapy and you're and you're able to sort of unpack a lot of this, I think it can be a really beautiful, profound experience where you're sort of, you know, able to, uh, uh, I don't know, you know, live in the moment and, 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 and experience that love and sort of cherish it and um, uh, uh, have fun with it. Um, Maybe read, read more fun books. (laughs) I think otherwise I think you're looking at a lot of material that, is about people struggling with mortality mm. and people sort of struggling with egg, true existential crises. And I think if you're not in touch with that, what is that? That's war. Mm-hmm. That's life or death. That's you know. Um, I Winston think maybe Winston Churchill. <laughs> exactly. What well, or, or or biographies, yes, right? Well, are that's very the big. Other
1: big thing that with dads is like biographies of presidents, right? Because
2: like. you you are born, you accomplish something, and then you die. Wow. <laughs> So Man. you're like we came in like... here
0: trying to make jokes, and Noah came here just slamming it down. <laughs> uh, I should have brought some bourbon to this. <laughs> no, we're one. here for this. We're here for it. This
1: is this is. I mean, it's funny though because it's one of those things where we joke about it a lot. But that makes. I mean, that's there. There is that's makes all of it make sense.
0: But do you think the biography part of it is that because it seems to be like a lot of it's great men's biographies, right? And so, like, do we think that it's part partially like. What will you accomplish before you die? Sort well, it's of thing. the
2: fear that you haven't accomplished uh-huh, anything. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Right? <laughs> so it's this idea that. <laughs> <laughs> it's this but idea you just
0: that you made
1: a human.
2: You're never you gonna be. Ma- yeah, but Teddy Roosevelt like shot a big fucking animal and then he like you know built some shit. I don't know. <laughs> He's probably, I don't know. But you but made Teddy a human. Teddy fucking Roosevelt. I don't know. FDR had polio <laughs> and like built the Hoover Dam. You know what I mean? Like, like, right, so what did you- I do? I went to work and then I went home to my kid and then you know what I mean. You you know and and uh-huh. so I think if you if 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 you don't uh, you know if if you can't sort of. Um, unpack your own value, which many of us cannot. (laughs) 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 Woof. I'm not looking at you. I'm just looking at you like like it's you. Listen, I got
1: up at 4.30 in the morning today, guys. I don't know
2: you. You lifted heavy shit today. You're obviously very productive.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Do Do you think those presidents like to read books about, like, schlubs, like Charles Bukowski? Wow, wow. You think... If Churchill was alive, <laughs> think, he'd be thinking like about You think it's different on? on the other side of the spectrum? And they're like, man, I just want to read a book about a guy who, like, ate a donut for breakfast and uh-huh. slept until noon and, like, had a nice, easy life.
2: Well, I think a lot of people uh, who—I think that's why, like, I mean, I, that's why I want to believe, like, I read a lot of whodunits and mysteries. Mm-hmm. Because it sort of satisfies a similar uh, um, hunger in that there is this, you know— there's, there's a problem or, you know, something is born, it lives, it's solved and it's, it's very compartmentalized. Uh, but it's generally more fun than, you know, like closest to fun as you will get. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like it's, it's an adventure, you know, as, as opposed to sort of, I think being, I I actually don't read a lot of biographies, you know, and I, I, you had another kid coming. And yeah, all that dad how.
1: energy might overwhelm you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I read a lot of um, historical uh, uh, nonfiction. Like oh, oh, you know, mm. I like to read about you know. I, I read uh, this book recently called *The Accidental City*. That's about the founding of New Orleans. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. Um, that uh, I think again, sort of probably satisfied a thing that would have normally been satisfied by the dad book biography. Mm, yeah, uh, but it was. It felt far less personal. I don't. I don't really want personal. I'm fine. <laughs> yeah. I'm fine with m- personal being mine. You're, yeah. <laughs> You're well, not looking I think for
0: it in your books. This I don't need somebody
2: a- else's fucking life, man. <laughs> <laughs> but do you
0: feel like this is something that changed for you once you became a dad? That's or what I mean. You- is it, is, are people who like dad books? are they born or are they made?
1: (laughs) Like do people who have the propensity to like dad books, making families. Or do you think that as soon as your kid came into the world, all of a sudden you're like, I gotta, I got to read about
2: death. I think you start facing mortality as, as a, uh, often as a sort of, you know, traditional man, I think guy in your thirties or forties or, you know, person with a kid. And I think that it is, um, I think it's something that happens. I think a switch gets flipped and you are like, I want to read. <laughs>
1: <out."> <laughs> they should just put like, it's like Pampers on the same aisle as historical nonfiction. Yeah, like, like a book things about World War II. That yes. did, two things and
2: that it's also means. a lot of like, you know, like, uh, and and this is, you know, this is something that, that I think um, uh, uh, is probably um, magnified today in 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 the way that we deal with social issues and history and stuff like that but I think there's also a lot of like accepting flaws along with profundity and accomplishments Mm -hmm. you get a lot of like man I read 1200 pages on Napoleon and I'll tell you what wasn't a great guy but but did a lot sure did a lot sure did a lot and you know what I, you know, I, I, uh, you know, that's, that's like right along with like, you know, yeah, I forgot to put the oil plug in when I was changing the oil on the, <laughs> the Buick and the whole engine fell out, but I'm not that bad. Right. <laughs> but Napoleon it's like, did the
0: same thing. So I it's mean, fine.
1: Yeah, exactly. Napoleon,
0: same thing. Yeah. Yeah, do you ever read dad books? I well, I'm glad you brought up mysteries because I do think this kind of falls into it, and I don't know why. I feel like I was at my, I was at a girlfriend's house, and her dad was there. She also had a newborn, but her dad was also there, and he was reading like a Jack Ryan book. And I was like, "Ooh, I don't have anything to relate to this man about," but I like <laughs> wanted to, and I was like, "I know that we have some crossover," and so I tried to talk to him about mysteries. But it's pretty rare, and I can't even think of any off the top of my head that I've read in the last like even year, probably maybe. I do like a historical nonfiction. Same, and and uh, you're literally reading a historical nonfiction like right now. You're reading yeah. like a yeah, but I I haven't read one in a minute. But I do like that. I like a creation of a city one. So that's interesting. I do like to an me. Eric Larson kind of book. Like that's I I
1: feel like that's how I can t- I can relate to dads. Okay, like Devil in the White City. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, Those yeah, kinds yeah. of things. I'm really. Even I think
2: though, Devil in the White City definitely. That also kind of crossed over. Yeah, that was
1: mm-hmm. like the dad when <laughs> dad culture <laughs> bled into the mainstream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. dads. We're like i read that
2: before it was cool
0: but what is up with the jack Run- with the two first name books well, we, we i think oh, so next are you talking dad- about
2: like uh uh my 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 favorite guy who's joe pickett is that a guy who is that what is well, he in? joe pickett is is cj box
1: <laughs> oh that's definitely dad fiction well hold on let's take a quick
0: break and then we'll uh, get into dad fiction okay that is also a thing okay. The job market is a mess right now. It really is. And whether you're looking for a new opportunity or you want to make yourself into a stronger candidate for promotion, business skills will help take you to the next step. And guess how you get them? The University of Toronto Rotman School of Management. Yes, We appreciate them, they are a sponsor again this week for Reading Glasses. Uh, The University of Toronto Rotman School of Management is one of the best schools in Canada and the world. It's ranked number 17 in open enrollment executive education by the Financial Times. Don't forget, if you live in the United States and not Canada, the price is cheaper for you. That's how exchanges work. The, The exchange rate works in your favor, meaning the US dollar price is actually lower. So go check that out. If you don't have the time or the money for an MBA or maybe you don't want to leave your house right now because COVID has infected the world and why would you want to leave your house? Rotman MBA Essentials Online is the next best thing to attending an MBA program in real life. So visit uoft.me slash maxfun to learn more. Find out more about this rad program and apply right there. Uh, the classes start August 10th, which is super soon. Start your application today to save your seat. That's uft.me/slash maxvun. Rotman. Here's where it changes: classes.
1: okay so what about dad fiction i did an informal poll on twitter and literally at least a hundred people i was like well when i say what does a dad book mean to you on twitter and immediately tom clancy tom clancy tom clancy just like over and over and over again it was the number one dad author no so Noah, do you find yourself drawn to military fiction novels no. Mm. You're not into dad fiction. Cause Dak, uh, you, you're no, right. I'm, I'm into
2: dad fiction. I'm just what, not how, into like military dad fiction because like I'm not into like 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 the fucking military? Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You just said you read a book about World War One soldiers writing. Yeah, home. yeah, yeah. But
2: that's that's World War One and the Somme and like they were wearing like cool leather shit. They had like <laughs> gaiters on and like I'm into like the sort of like punk rock like sexy version of it and like okay. they had those like cool pie pan hats yeah, or yeah, helmets cool. or whatever and like bayonets and they're like <laughs> sticking each other and shit like that. Like like the Tom Clancy Jack Ryan shit is like. You know, I mean, like I'm into CIA, but that's like, I like, I like killing Eve. Like, I
1: (laughs) I think dads are drawn to that because like, it's the thing of like a bunch of dads sitting around and like watching someone do something and they're like, Oh, I would do it like that. Well, like I think they were reading these books and they're like, Yeah, I would kick that guy's ass just like that. You mean just general
0: fight, like fiction books
1: where yes, like it's like a Tom Clancy Jack, show. like you said, two first name guys. Two first names. They're like dads like to read stuff like that, like, oh yeah, I could do that.
2: Well, it's it's like saving the world stuff. Yeah. It's definitely it's like saving the world, but also I think a big thing, a big part of it is that you're saving the world, but those guys don't break a sweat that often. <laughs> yeah. like Jack Ryan is kind of oh, like yeah. he'll occasionally shoot a guy, but it's a lot of like, you know, yeah. i gotta go to this place. And see yes. this guy, and then you know, and it's like, it's like, it's like chill. It's like yes. I don't have. It's to. like t-
1: it's a dad level of things, and they're like, oh, I would do it. Like I could do that.
2: Yeah, it's like I'm not going to throw out my back. <laughs> you know what I mean?
0: <laughs> it's that.
2: My <laughs> guy is I like I like this guy. I was just saying I, I, uh, uh, during the break I like this guy uh, C J Box who writes these. My Joe grandfather Pickett.
0: loves him. Joe Pickett's the main character. So Joe Pickett
2: is the is the main character, All and right. Joe Pickett is like the anti Jack Ryan because he's a game warden. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and his whole thing is like, I'm just a nice guy with a family. And like occasionally somebody does something sort of sketchy in this little town in the middle of nowhere. And I kind of got to help solve the crime. My grandfather is
1: obsessed. And I will say, I so me and my grandfather used to read a lot of books together all the time. Mm-hmm. Lots of like long series like that. And I tried to read the CJ Box books, but during the first chapter of the first book, somebody gets a big boner. And I just had a like, I can't a boner can't (laughs) read that knowing that my 87 year old grandfather is also reading this. So I just couldn't get through it. Wait, y'all, I have to back up a second. I don't know what a game warden is like game as in like hunters.
2: So you're from Texas. I'm from tra- Brooklyn.
1: He's in
0: charge. Tra- <laughs> and I know what a game yeah, warden is. You practically are I, a game I'm warden. I'm not a game warden. What, you are in charge of hunters? Basically? Yeah, you have
2: to, you're there, he's there to like enforce the hunting rules. And Oh, I think of, of that as know. like a
0: forest, uh, like a forest. It's the same kind of
1: thing. Like if something's out of, Forster? like someone's <laughs> hunting something out of season, like the game warden's going to come and,
0: you know. Wait, but it's like, usually this, on, these... what just happened? He just said, I said forest person and Sean lost it. Now forest <laughs> Man, what do you call a them? ranger? A ranger, a ranger. <laughs> forest ranger. <laughs> a he's, ranger. He's, That's a game he's warden. He's not
1: a wizard, Bria. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: Okay, but if he was, that would be cool. It's not Gandalf. Okay, wait. A game warden is in charge of. They're like, you, you don't have your license.
2: It's, yeah, basically. It's that kind, of, yeah. Stuff. Yeah. It's that kind okay. of stuff. But it's usually like you know, it was it was the last day of buck hunting season, <laughs> and and a a buck was found. <laughs> <laughs> that had been shot, but inside the buck was a mad was a jewel, <laughs> and the jewel had been stolen. Like it's like, and you're like, yes. and this and this guy and this guy Who's Joe you know Pickett, like drinking
1: a beer yes, on his porch. So
2: it kind of is. It's like a great way to just chill out. Like I said, it's yes. the anti Jack Ryan. It's, the it's like of I books. don't give a fuck what the IRA is doing. <laughs> Let the Irish figure their shit out. I don't care. You know, they're doing better than we're doing they have nationalized health care. They're fine. Wow. But I learned that. So, so much. why do we
1: think for why why do so many dads like Tom Clancy books?
2: Um, I think because I think because they work at like, you know, a um I don't know. A car dealership. A, a wi- yeah, some widget factory. <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, what if I was a spy? <laughs> like, yeah. What if nice. I was like, also like Harrison Ford played him? Yeah. <laughs> and now the, and now like the like n- guy from The Office, my wife likes, also plays <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God, I
1: fucking forgot about that. What? Who plays him from The, the Office?
2: The Kaczynski. F- oh, Plays Jack Reacher,
1: right? Jack.
0: Reacher.
2: Jack Ryan. Ryan. Ryan.
1: There's
0: Too more. Li- Jack Reacher. Jets, so that's just confusing. Too many of them. Is uh, Tom Cruise? Yes, yes, yes. Too many of them. What else do you oh, do? You have any other ones? What else do I have? Here? List there. I so do I'm have. A, I
2: have. A, well, and sort of in the same world as in as as the C J Box is like. Before there was C J Box, there was uh, John McDonald, who had these books, the Travis McGee books. <laughs> and the Travis McGee books yeah they all have these great names (laughs) and the Travis McGee books are all like Travis McGee is I think technically he's like a marine surveyor in the Florida Keys (laughs) and and he's how's that a job What That's like a real job. Is a you marine. You watch survey. the
0: marines.
2: Yeah, you're like hired to like check out my boat and make sure it's oh, like oh, oh, good. Oh, I thought you were like...
0: like the like the like military. <laughs> no, this is. I don't fuck with okay, the military. No, okay, I don't sorry, like I'm sorry. all I keep this confused. like I military, military <laughs> industrial <Okay>. complex <laughs> shit, <You're> man. <laughs> I'm into a dude. Boats. You're guy, watching the boats. This guy. This guy
2: chills in like in the Florida Keys and like he's which all dads truly wish to be doing. exactly like he's got like and he's like full Margaritaville and then like occasionally a button up
1: shirt. Cargo pants, sandals, Coors Light.
2: And then occasionally some like cool lady shows up and is like, somebody's missing. And he's like, I guess I'll go find them. Yeah. <laughs> and and that's the whole book. Yeah. Yeah. And it's great. And like the stakes are super low. Yeah. And this guy is like <laughs> and this guy is just like making like sort of drinking like fun fruity cocktails. And this
1: very right. attractive woman is inexplicably attracted to him and
0: want like it's like an Adam Sandler movie. Like she just wants to bone this guy. Right, right, right. Is this is the stakes low helpful? because the stakes are high because you have a human at home that you have to make sure, like, it's fed? You know, because you're in charge of a person.
2: Well, I mean, I don't know if that's the case because a lot of dads are into these, like, you know... Dan Brown books where it's right. like if I don't fucking solve you're the right. if I don't do the you know what is the thing they used to do where you were like do you uh, like me yes or no yeah, a, like B, a, w, C, w, I don't w, know what those uh, things are know, we used to call them a, a cootie catcher yeah, but it yeah, is, you, that's what I call them too a cootie catcher if you don't, don't solve yeah. the Dan Brown cootie catcher then <laughs> yes. you know you're the whole world then the blows pope up dies
1: exactly kill the pope I think but I think it's the other side of things where after a death, because that's the same reason I read a lot of horror is because after I read Read a book about a werewolf eating somebody alive. I'm like, oh well, dealing with my taxes isn't that cheap? you know? <laughs> I could th- point. I think after that, after a dad has gone on a Jack Reacher adventure and like had to blow up a, a motorcycle over a burning building, he's like, oh well, changing the oil isn't that bad, you mm-hmm. know?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. I think I think that there's probably you know some. I mean, I think if 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 I hadn't personally found myself in those Jack Reacher situations. So much before I had kids.
0: <laughs> You're saying you were Jack Reacher? Thing, you had I mean, kids. I'm
2: not saying you can't say that. <laughs> like I like legally can't say <laughs> that I was a super spy, but <laughs> let's say I had been one, then mm. I would rather like read yeah. like a, you, you know a nice with you. beachy type of you mm, know. Yeah, but I, I also know. think that there's like a se- there's a segue from you know these uh, sort of I don't know every man mystery. Um, kind of more pot potboiler yeah. uh, uh, books into like more highbrow stuff, like the stuff that I used to l- read a lot of, with like, like the Charles Williford and Joe Lansdale, who I still read. Mm-hmm. You know, these mm-hmm. like super kind of pulpy. Yeah,
1: pulp is another. It's like yeah. a pre dad. That's how you get prepped for being exactly. A dad. <laughs> if you
2: were into your Terry Southerns and mm-hmm. your Charles Willifords and mm-hmm. your Elmore Leonard's, and you know, yeah. and I, and and then there's like you're this sort susceptible
1: of, to be they. They get you early. (laughs) Yeah. Well,
2: yeah, because that stuff's also like it's like it's it's so much, you know, it's it's chewier. Yeah. And so, you know, you kind of have more time to 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 get into it. And it's nastier. And, you know, and now that I'm like a dad and I'm like, you know, I'm like square. Well, you you know know, what the final
1: form is when you become a grandpa, you start reading Westerns. I think that's the, yes. that's the progression. You get into
2: like the Louis, Louis, uh,
1: Charles, uh, Larry McMurtry, yeah, yeah, yeah. all
0: of a sudden you just want to be, you, you literally want to go out to pasture. Okay. Here's a question. Let's say like, if you are a single person and you're like, I want a family, I'm really looking for someone to settle down with. You go and you look at the bookshelves. I think if you're a woman looking for a husband, you hang out in or the a historical man looking for a husband
1: or, ma- or anybody looking for a husband, you hang out in the historical nonfiction section of your bookstore and you set a trap.
0: Well, I think that you no, know, you find these pulpy ones on oh. their shelves, and you're like, "This is pre-dad shit." I know that if I want a family, this is someone who's going to eventually turn so you. You can World tell me Jeremy books. aren't going
1: to have kids because he reads horror books and fantasy novels. Yeah, so we're do you set. think
0: this is true? If I go find someone's shelf, I'm like, "This person, this this person is meant to, is going to be a dad." This guy's going to propose to me. He's reading Elmore Leonard. Yeah. <laughs> Right, exactly, yeah. He's nesting right now. So this guy
2: is one step away from 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 his own theory on who the black Dahlia murderer is.
0: <laughs> yep. Um, yep. This is how it goes. Sean is nodding. <laughs> Sean, are you Isn't in pre it dad, dad mode? To home?
2: So seen.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sean, you are. Sh- Sean feels seen. <laughs> Sean is in pre dad mode right
2: now. <laughs>
0: You have, Do you have other things you want to share? Do you I, have a list. You have a list right there and I want well, to make sure we get to through, them. I
2: went through okay. uh, a lot. Yeah, no, I touched on, you know, I touched on 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 a lot of them. I I have I I do have um uh one last shout out though for a buddy of mine who is a dad who is a um uh creative writing professor in the Midwest and 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 an author and he wrote a book of short stories. That are like very, I don't want to say dad centric because they're not about fatherhood, but they very much come from this place <laughs> that we're talking about, yeah. this sort of and 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 the dark place. I wouldn't say dark, I would say, uh, I, I, I would say, um, Midwest. Oh, okay, okay. Wait, what's the book? Uh, <laughs> the book is called You'd Be a Stranger Too, huh? And uh, it's by Weston Cutter who I met because he is in his other life uh he's a big time watch collector which is my it's another big dad hobby thing. very hobby <laughs> yeah very dad thing dad <laughs> A lot of dad you stuff You also like there.
1: cars, which is kind of a dad thing. Wait, well, Hold all on. Dads My boyfriend dogs. really likes watches. Is that another dad thing? Oh, no. What? Yes, it is. Well, I hope you're on birth control. I am. Because <laughs> it's going to... Because I have an I. I have step. a copper IUD to protect myself <laughs> from that.
2: <laughs> you yeah, don't want to upgrade up- a watch. to like... Uh, do, they, do they have like... A <laughs> <birth material? laughs>
1: I'll just fill, fill it in with concrete. Yeah. <laughs> he also likes to... He gets watches for all of his guy friends, too. Is this like...
2: Yeah, it's a thing. Oh, boy. <laughs> watches, yeah, it's a, it's a big thing.
1: Is it is it all about mortality and literally looking at time? It's literally
2: about trying to control time via this marriage of art and engineering. Dads are dark. Dads are god and history. Yeah, it's it's super God. <laughs> I'm like, no,
1: surprised a, you don't date more dads. That's, that's what, what I'm so God. Saying. I am missing my... I need to go find myself a dad. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> throw, throw, throw out the Morrissey, turn on Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> oh, no, Jeremy listens to a lot
1: of Fleetwood Mac. Wow. Uh-oh. Oh, no.
2: no just, you know, get that. I'm I'm trying to arrange a group on vasectomy. He can get in it. <laughs> I'm done.
0: I like that, um... Can you arrange your own Groupon? That seems not. Isn't, isn't, isn't that you guys have to go in on on mass like go the same how, day? Isn't that how
2: Groupon's work? <laughs> isn't it, like you get a whole bunch of people. You're like, I want to go skydiving. I want to go skydiving. And then like, <laughs> like you that's... and like twelve other people go skydiving. Why can't I do that with my best? i just imagine I just... you guys all go out for appetizers and
1: beers before. Yeah, we, we all get,
2: get some boneless in the wings room with your World War II books. <laughs> we all get some boneless wings. a few p- pitchers of beer. <laughs> yeah, and then I go in and they just chop it all up. <laughs> no more no, nothing to worry about.
1: <laughs> on that note, so you can send your thoughts on dad books to reading glasses podcast at gmail.com. And before we solve a reader problem, we're going to take a quick break. Now it's time to solve a bookish dilemma from one of our listeners. Thea writes in, here's my dilemma. I follow NK Jemisin on Twitter, and she posted at one point that she was really excited to get an actual paper piece of fan mail. It seems kind of sad that authors of her caliber aren't getting paper fan mail sometimes. If I wanted to send a letter to an author when I really like a book, how does one go about doing that? Can you write to author's care of the publisher? And I will say, uh, one, I don't think it's as much of a reflection on her caliber as an author as a reflection of the times. Most people don't send physical fan mail anymore. But yes, you can write to author's care of their publisher. That has happened to me. Uh, I have gotten paper fan mail this way uh, through my publisher, but I'm very interested to see what you two think as people who are li- in more media a bit. Uh, what are some, what do you th- What are some, if you're going to get physical
0: fan mail, what are the do's and don'ts here? No, you're in a Oscar nominated movie.
2: Well, I am I, no I, in a movie where the guy who wrote it got nominated for an, That's Oscar. an Oscar. That's an Oscar nominated, an Oscar nominated movie. movie. Are, are you Oscar kidding? Come on. I don't come on, come on. I want to give Ryan the credit for the for his his nomination. Ryan was nominated, deservingly so. Well, um, someone had to say those words, and that someone was Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't want anyone to get in touch with me <laughs> for any reason whatsoever. Um, I don't. I don't your love language is silence I'm very happy with people just 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 going about their business and living their lives and i can I can be me and you can be you and so you
1: don't want big knives out fans to send you chocolates
2: no i don't want I don't want anything I want to be left alone you know i want i want I want there to be a new genre of dad fiction which is just about taking your dad to like a quiet room and letting him sit there <laughs>
0: Honestly, that is every dad's dream actually. That is my dream. That's your dream? That oh, just feels wow. like I love being left I alone. I just feel like sh- every I feel like most men I know, that's their that's I their- want to read
2: 450 pages about a nice quiet room. <laughs> it's like about it's it's not even that warm. It's like 68 I was degrees. Say, I knew you were going to say something about the thermostat. <laughs> that's definitely a dad and you want trigger. You're in charge of the thermostat. Oh, I it's 68 degrees, but if I want to give it a little boost, I can. <laughs> wow. Wow, yeah. you're really in a that chair directly this below the this thermostat. Is the big, this is the big uh, uh, act turn is going to be when I turn up the thermostat <laughs> in my dad book. Um, no, I mean, I, I listen. I
1: think, or your wife goes for the thermostat and you're like, honey. then I, That's uh, like my
2: Jack Reacher moment where I jump through no. the air. Yeah, I put myself in okay. front of the thermostat. and Oil the, is
1: expensive. <laughs> it's
2: natural gas. Okay? It's natural oh
1: my God, gas. Mallory. You I don't know. what a faux pas. I don't turn the oil on. I use a you sweater. You know what I've got
2: here? This is the worst thing. Smartphones are the worst thing that ever happened to. You can to... control
0: your own thermostat. Oh, listen.
2: So I'm looking it's right now. It's the dad now. app. I'm looking right what now. Let me see. This thermostat is set.
0: Oh, it's a nest. I do want a nest because I'm just curious about it's what's dad happening the in app.
2: Wow. It's and dad the app. It's dad
0: the app. You know if whether or not, do you have like a camera too?
2: Do I have cameras? Uh- <laughs> do I have cameras? <laughs> of course you
0: have cameras. Dad's loving installing cameras at their Look at house. This. Look
2: what's happening in the garage. Let's
0: see. <laughs> Is there anything happening
2: in the garage? Look what's happening in the garage. Fucking nothing. (laughs) Just the way that it should be. Just the way that it should be. Stay out of my garage. I I don't have any space. (laughs) This is my space. You had this
0: before you had a child, though. Yes or no? Uh.
2: Yes, of course I did. I've been like this forever. <laughs> you are you such a. a but now you have more you are such
1: a mark for being a dad. Yes. you have been, and you've been training to be a dad for years.
2: This is this is my final form. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is until <laughs> this <is>, this is... <laughs> so
1: you start picking up westerns.
2: i I've I, have a I already read. I read. Westerns. Oh, oh westerns. you do read westerns. He's prepping. He's wait, prepping. Wait, should we? Do you want to get back to the Yeah, Bria. Yeah, what
0: do you, you? We've had people send you things. Well, we, wait. First of all, no. You're on Twitter, so yeah. you obviously people get in touch with you. And you're on Instagram? Yeah,
2: but I try to not engage with people. Okay, all right, fine. Okay, I try to use social media as a way to um, tell a joke and then have people laugh at it and then stop. And then the interaction is done. And then that's it. That's where I draw the line. I
0: enjoy your social media interaction with your wife. It's quite funny.
2: Well, she's a professional uh, comedy Person, she's very funny. So, um, you know, I'm I'm just playing catch up most of the time. She's very good. Yeah, I'm like that's like a it's like a Lewis Martin type situation.
0: So, if one, someone does want to send you something, what do you feel like
1: is the best okay. way? Or what we, if someone were going to send an if someone was going to send C J Box some fan mail? What <laughs> would you? And they are looking for advice. What are you your do's and don'ts for sending things to to authors? Don't.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is one thing. It's just don't. <laughs> what
1: about you Brio uh, the manager okay.
0: uh, you send it to their manager <laughs> That's the no answer. no,
1: we know how to do it so again people manager, do it with me they don't find, send it to their house no because you, you can't find my address but if people want to send me things they find my publisher which is Hanover Square Press at HarperCollins and they mail it to there and then it goes through the complicated system of publisher and it ends up with me uh
2: is that like a like a wiener dog transport system that they have at the office? <laughs> yeah. It's like a series of interconnected, <laughs> yeah, hamster tubes. I,
1: that's what I'm hoping. Um, but so if you're going to like, I think fan letters are fine and awesome. They're like, oh, just be super nice. You know, sometimes I mean, we were just talking before Noah got here about someone who tagged me in a video. Uh, with a, of a bad review of my book,
0: yeah, uh, you, uh,
1: and I was very mad about that. So don't send fan mail if you are have anything negative to say about whatever thing that you're writing about. If you have any weird critiques of there, does that ever happen to you guys?
0: Yeah. yeah? Well, no more. It, that's more in real life. People like to critique me. They'll be like, or critique. They'll be like, you were great in this. I didn't like the show or whatever. I'm like, well, don't, you don't have to tell me that last part. Don't tell me
2: about the other I part. I don't want to hear anything negative. <laughs> that's what I mean. There is, is no value in, in critiquing. It's not going to change anything that exactly. I do. Your opinion doesn't matter. <laughs> and I want everyone to know that their opinion. Doesn't their opinion of me doesn't matter? And newsflash, your opinion probably doesn't matter much <laughs> overall. So just enjoy it and shut up. <laughs> Say, but Thank nice you very things, much. Nice yeah, yeah. So if you <laughs> want to the end of my, if you, want to, you want to send an author, no do you hear a door The <laughs> car starts on <laughs> oh. Ario speedwagon blaring away. Oh, another
1: dad band. Yep. uh if you want to send an author saying hey i really loved your book it meant something to me in this way like i've gotten fan letters like that and that yeah, that's awesome i agree uh i think that's absolutely
0: fine don't send them any consumables my friend kit did receive um fan mail at one point and it had like someone had glued their hair to it that's don't what, do that i that's, that's strange when i was 16 years old the guy mailed me his ponytail what guy
1: I'm, you said the guy, like we uh, know no, him, a guy. Oh, oh, oh! And I was so freaked out by it that I vacuumed it up out of the envelope.
2: I obviously, I'm, I'm doing a lot of shtick here, but <laughs> I, I will say that, in all seriousness, I think it is it is safe to say that in any format, um, and and I know that people often um, get anxious about this sort of thing. I think in any format, people don't mind being told that you like their stuff.
1: Always. Yeah. Always. And
2: I think even in my situation where like I'll be at work with people who I'm a fan of uh because I I I get lucky enough to sometimes be be working with people who I'm already in awe of. And and I just say I like I love your work, and I like what you do. And yeah. sometimes there's something very specific. There's, there is a specific movie or a specific piece of something that they've made, and I, you know, and I and and I don't expect to necessarily have a dialogue about it. Yeah. But I do think that having been on the other side of it. Uh, a couple of times, it is very nice to just have somebody say, I like what you do. Yeah. Yeah,
1: It's always super nice. I love getting fan mail. I love getting fan art. Something I actually really like at signings is sometimes when people are like, hey, I have a lot to say. I wrote it down in this card. I'm not going to like take up this entire interaction. I know there's people behind me. Can you sign my book? This really means a lot to me. And here's this card. I got it. There was an, I I did a signing in uh, Denver and a listener of the show um, wrote me this amazing card about how much my book meant to him. And it was Mm -hmm. like the nicest fucking thing. But so I think sending art and sending kind words are always absolutely fantastic. Just don't send anything. If you have any doubt, if something's going to be weird, if you have to ask someone, is this weird? It's probably weird.
0: If it's a piece of your body in any way, hair, yep. anything, that's not neat. You don't need it. Nothing
1: consumable, <laughs> nothing organic in any way, <laughs> whether it comes from your body or the oven. Don't send it.
0: <laughs> Noah, do you have something you want to talk about? You want to plug? You oh, said you know, no, no, no plug. No,
2: I have no. I don't. I no. You don't do that. No, I, I don't. I don't have anything going on. <laughs> <laughs> just, just let put, we're put going in that room. I'm going back. Hold, hold on, hold on. Can people the, send you dad books? They can leave me alone. What <laughs> they can do. Um, <laughs> they can, <Yes>. um, <laughs> just, just, leave me. Just think nice thoughts. <laughs> I will. I will find them.
1: <laughs> He'll his dad energy will absorb them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It'll be great. Uh, so if you want us to solve your reader problem, you can send it to readingglassespodcast at gmail.com. As always, we want to thank Danielle and Kathy who run our Facebook group and Chrissy and Rachel who moderate our Goodreads page. Do you want to, people to, should we tell people to follow you on Twitter or no? Do I have to like say it, like the name you of want, the, it, you don't have I'm to. on
2: social media. It's uh, on on uh, uh, what is, uh, Twitter and uh, Instagram uh, is Kid Blue.
1: And you can laugh, just don't say anything.
2: You don't even have to laugh. Just, <laughs> just relax. Don't worry. Just don't, don't. Just don't worry about it. <laughs> and
1: uh, remember that you can buy reading glasses, tote bags, and bookmarks and shirts it the Maximum Fun store. And if you like the show, please rate and review us on iTunes. It makes us feel very good about ourselves and balances out a lot of the shitty things on the internet. Uh, it's really great for us, helps us reach more readers. And you can email us at readingglassespodcast at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter at readinggpodcast, on Instagram at readingglassespodcast. And you can always follow along on our book adventures using the general hashtag readingglassespodcast. Thanks for listening. And thanks for, thanks for reading. reading. Whoa, <laughs> <Brandon>. <laughs> Did I it up? I was not paying attention. Hey. Hey. Did you enjoy this very special Maximum Fun Drive episode? Yeah. Hell yeah, I
0: did. Did you enjoy listening to this podcast every week? Yes. I listen to reading glasses every week in part because I'm in it and then I edit it. Do you have to? We have to. Technically, we listen to it like four times. I listen to it multiple times. (laughs) Uh, But do you also like getting gifts? Uh, Yes. I love gifts.
1: (laughs) What kind of person is like, no, I hate (laughs) gifts? Don't give me anything. (laughs) No gifts, please. (laughs) Then you can join the Maximum Fun Drive right now. Go to MaximumFun.org to sign up to support us every month and help us make the show. We
0: rely on support from listeners like you to help us make the show every single week. Yeah, and when you do, you get gifts and you get to contribute to our personal rewards. That's stuff like getting behind-the-scenes content and some Sean-tent. Yes, Hot, that's, that's true. Access to a reading glasses Slack channel and an extra episode every month. We're very, very excited about this. Also, today, limited time only, you got to go go and give or upgrade, join or upgrade. So Mallory has to read a book of the Bible. Sure Levit- do. Leviticus, Revelations. This means nothing to me uh, i'm I'm pushing for one of the early Old Testament ones because it's very weird. They would be very weird. We'll see uh you and you you know what if we get there, you can help you
1: can work with Bria and help pick out which book of the Bible that I have to read. That's so true. So you can go to maximumfun.org right now to sign up. Help us make the show. Help support us. We really appreciate it. It means the absolute world to, the, to us. Means the absolute world to us. And honestly, it is the only reason that we can keep making the show every week. Thank you so
0: so much. So you go to maximumfun.org/slash/join right now. Yeah, and thanks for your support so far. It's been super fun. We're having a great time. We just gotta hit these goals now, y'all. <laughs> Bye. Glasses. <laughs>